0: Buddy. welcome to a special edition of First Pitch Strike. It is a pre-show All Star edition, pre-game All Star edition, where uh, uh, my friend Mike—he's uh, man—I don't even remember which one you do. I know you're one of the baseball guys.
1: I do. Uh, I do MLB Daily Beat. Okay, thank you.
0: That's—I thought that's what it was. It We've got so many podcasts I can't remember, can't keep them straight. Oh well, but he's hopping on, joining me tonight. Um, Ethan has baseball practice, so he can't be here as he is a coach. Um, But we're just going to talk a little bit about baseball, what we expect from the All Star game, um, kind of who we see possibly winning um, the MVP, um, seeing if anybody's going to, you know, succeed going both ways in this type of an All Star game. Not that we're singling out Shohei Otani um but hey I mean if we're gonna we might as well so Mike tell us a little bit about yourself
1: yeah so um so obviously I run MLB Daily Beat uh I have been infatuated with baseball since I got like I think I, I you know was born like it's just been number one love uh worked a couple years uh, in minor league baseball and then worked a year as a video scout um for a uh like analytics data company um got out of the industry because uh i just wanted to focus more on my personal life um and so i still I still you know follow it kind of super immensely have a ton of good relationships with people in the industry and um yeah now i just watch baseball 24 7. uh I, like my summers i don't watch netflix i don't watch movies i don't i don't do that i just watch baseball and then in the off season that's when like you know uh, other mic comes out and I, I, I go to events and stuff like that and I'll watch movies and TV shows. And The social yeah, mic comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, um, you know, for like, for you, since I don't think we've ever really discussed anything, um, I've coached baseball. I've umpired baseball. I'm now a board member for the local Legion team. Um, I travel the country Um, in August of every year to do scorekeeping for the national office of the American Legion. Um, So kind of been involved in baseball for, man, ever since my son was actually walking. Um, So, and he played, uh, played Legion baseball, had a chance to go to college, didn't wound up really good because he um, had torn ligament in his hand and would have completely destroyed it more than it already is. So, um, but now he coaches and he umpires. So he's he's kind of taking the same path I have, which, you no, know, hey, cool. I don't mind at all. Um, and we're just baseball guys, you know. We may not have some of the connections you do, but we've got a couple connections. Yeah, it's, um, it but you know, it's connect- just friends. we got to make friends.
1: That's it. The connections are just, you know, the connections. Like, I have some people that work still in it, and then I have some that, you know, one of my uh, closest friends just moved down uh, to Louisiana to work as like, uh, uh, hitting coach for, you know, like a, like a travel ball team. So it's just, you know, guys are just doing a bunch of different stuff, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just baseball and kind of both of us and, you know, all of our close friends and stuff love it. And it's, it's just a great game.
0: Yeah. You know, and shoot, some of the guys that I have contacts with, you know, are literally across the country. I'm sitting here texting one of them right now, and he's probably coaching a baseball game, unfortunately, <laughs> out in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, that's what baseball is, really. And that's, I think, that's last night during that home run derby, um, you kind of saw that, man. It's a big family. It's it's a big um, support system for these guys. Yes. Where, you know, you are, you're there. You're putting everything you have on the line for everybody to see. And, man, it's good to just get high fives and chest bumps and you get to flex a little bit. And so for me, watching that last night, it just reiterated the fact that, yeah, they may be on separate teams, but, man, they they totally support each other. And that's that's what I like. That's what I like about baseball, and that's what I like about doing things like this with people like you.
1: Yeah, it's just – it's awesome. And especially last night, I think the crop of guys were great. And then all the little storylines from – you know, obviously Otani was the big mm-hmm. one, but then uh, a guy like Juan Soto, who is just, uh, he's been like a great ambassador, especially like to the Latin community oh, and, really and all, his, all his success that he's had. Uh, obviously, I mean, Trey Mancini, you know, this, this time last year, he still had two more rounds of chemo to go for stage yes. three cancer. And, you know, he makes the final and damn near almost won it. Uh, and even a guy like Sal Perez, who people... Um, uh, I think I jokingly called it like a lifetime achievement award, but he was always <laughs> that guy with the Royals. That was like the unsung hero, right? Like he was very quiet and reserved and they had Escobar and Gordon and Hosmer and Ventura and, you know, all those guys. And now it's like, I mean, he's still very productive. He's, you know, he's one of the best catchers of the last 25 years.
0: Oh, I think in my book, um, he definitely is not number one, but he's a solid number two. And I only say that because you've got Yadir Molina still playing. I think,
1: I think you're forgetting someone else, too. Oh, crap. You're oh, Buster.
0: Oh, God. Well, he took last year off. How else can I remember him? That's, I mean, come on, true. man. That's true. But yeah, he's, and had he, he's, he's been hurt, too. So that's another reason why I just don't yeah. remember him. But, I mean, honestly, maybe take those three guys, and you can interchange them on any given night.
1: Oh, at how
0: phenomenal these guys are and to have a career as long as all three of them have had is special it's something special because yeah. you don't get that at catcher's position anymore
1: no no and it's you know you're seeing a lot of guys like catchers the last i i follow the draft super intensely and last couple years catchers have kind of been like the rage but like even in the futures game Tyler Soderstrom who was first round pick for the A's in, I want to say 2019, he was a catcher, um, he was playing first base. Yeah, And like, he was listed as a catcher in the game. Now granted, I know that they're trying to get everyone to play and it's an exhibition all-star game, but you know, all these guys, you know, there's very few catchers, excuse me, there's very few catchers that continue to stick uh, behind the plate.
0: I, I would agree. Um... Haha. <laughs> So Michael Flores just asked, favorite non-Soto Otani moment from last night?
1: Ooh. I mean, mine's easy, and it's not any of the eight players. It's when I think it was Matt Olson hit the home run and left in right field, and the guy fell over the concourse. Like he fell sorry. into like the – he didn't fall over the concourse, but he fell like into the walkway. He fell into that the walkway. Was, and nobody yeah, was,
0: was like, what the heck is going on?
1: That was the greatest thing I've ever um, seen actually I, I
0: kind of enjoyed um, Mancini um, there yeah. in the finals where he crushed the one and was it Mancini I don't remember well I, I'll go check my text with my son um, Yeah. but let's see do 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 okay No, nope, that's discussion of the guns um, well I
1: mean even, oh, I mean, even when uh,
0: Polar Bear he crushed the one, and I think that's the one that went 520. The people yeah. down below the Toyota platform where they have the Toyota truck, they were pointing up, and it hit that platform.
1: Yeah, and I have wild. been at
0: Coors Field. and that, I It's it's insane that somebody would hit that platform with a ball. It, yeah. Gamer,
1: you know, exhibition like this. So I think that was where I had to do it's, it. It's an, it's an uh, it's wild to me. I mean, even at the beginning, like his first, I think he he had seven consecutive outs or well like outs, you know, not home right. runs to start the first round and then hit 17 consecutive home runs. Yeah. That's ridiculous what he was doing. So that was, yeah. that was great to watch.
0: Oh, man. Hey, you know, yeah. And, and I'll go back. Let's go back to the catchers real quick. Yeah, I'm looking at catchers that are routinely bouncing around. Um, I think Mike Zanino down in Tampa he yeah. he's good defensively but can't hit um, yeah
1: yeah he can't you know, I mean he, he has great pop but he can't the problem is he can't hit enough for the for the pop to actually show right yep um, you look
0: at Tom Murphy here in Colorado and then he bounced over to Seattle and yep. he had a resurgent year last year but he just can't hit this year
1: yeah um, and 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 catchers. Catchers, they're kind of like um uh they're I'm trying to think of another like alternative in a different sport. I would say they're like the uh like grizzled veterans with uh with hockey, like the fourth line guys, but okay basic but basically you don't need like a a great catcher in March to September, but once October hits, like you need that you need that veteran. Like I I go back to the Red Sox in two thousand thirteen. Jared Salt-Lamaki had a very successful uh, season. He was the number one catcher he, in the World Series, the six games against the Cardinals. He played zero innings. David Ross caught every single inning because he was that veteran that just kind of could call the game and yep. knew it. And, and you look at kind of some of the best teams in the league, like Kurt Suzuki was, a, was the catcher for the Nationals in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know they're younger in L.A., but Will Smith and Austin Barnes are a great duo. Um, for the Dodgers, you look at the Astros, like Martin Maldonado has been there for, for a couple of years and it's because of how good he is yep. defensively and, um, you know, calling games. It's just, like, you need a guy like that, but it, it's not like the sexy pick in right. the middle of June when you're watching a game and this guy's hitting 215.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and you could kind of go back through and look at, at the teams, look at David Ross and he went to the Cubs and did the same thing. Yep. You know, I mean, that they, that speaks volumes. Um, and shoot, you know, you've got uh, Real Muto there in Philadelphia. He's flashy, but I just don't see him. It, offensively, he's great. But defensively, yeah. you know, it, how he's, is he handling yeah, de- the
1: pitchers? De- defensively, he's fine. I think the problem with the Phillies is more so like the lack of secondary pieces in their offensive game. Absolutely. And then couple that in with like a historically bad bullpen. Like I like <laughs> I think they I think now I know for a fact they've blown twenty six leads this year. Like which, I know that for a fact, which amazingly, is amazingly unfathomable to think of.
0: I, yeah, it's it's <laughs> absolutely horrible. Which yeah, you know, I honestly didn't think that a team could find a bullpen worse than the Rockies the last two years.
1: Oh yeah, the super and, bullpen.
0: And and yet here we are. Um, just it's, it's horrendous, you know, and I mocked the Mets last year in their bullpen that they had and Diaz just blowing everything up every time he took the mound. Diaz has turned it around this year and here's Philadelphia still can't figure out how to throw a a pitch for, you know, consistent strikes when they're out of the bullpen. (laughs) Oh, well, so, um, old Flores, our buddy, he popped up again said they had Jimenez playing defense as a fan last night. Uh, that's another thing that I really like about the Home Run Derby is that you get these kids out there, and those kids are having fun shagging fly balls. Oh, yeah, it's great. You know, It's unfortunate. It looked like one of them got hurt last night. Yeah, he got hurt right um, in the final. But you know what? Dude, he I'm sure he'd take that injury hurt every single night
1: yeah, of his it's... life
0: if he could shag fly balls from those guys.
1: Yeah, I never, so I've never um, been like in the outfield, but in, I was six years old in 1999 when the uh, All-Star game came to Boston. And so I went to the Home Run Derby in the All-Star game. And I mean, it's like still like one of the best memories of my life. Like oh, it was, absolutely. I mean, obviously the 99 All-Star game super special because the whole Ted Williams aspect, but even yes. the Home Run Derby, I mean, the Home Run Derby was peak steroid era. It was Ken Griffey ended up winning it. McGuire was in it. Sosa was in it. I think Palmero was in it. It was, it was ridiculous. So it's, it, to me, it's the, it's the best like all-star event of any sport. Absolutely. Like, I think it trumps, it trumps the NBA. Um, uh, it obviously trumps the NHL and it, the, NA, the NFL doesn't do anything. So yeah. Yeah. I wins by default. <laughs> Uh, there you go. So let's let's hit tonight's game. Yep. Um, who do you like, AL or NL? See, my friend asked me this this uh, earlier today. He was more asking on, like, the gambling side of things. And, I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I I think uh, – I I try keeping up with all the, you know, moving pieces. I know there's a ton – there's over 40 uh, first-time All-Stars this year, which is a, a record. Um, For the
0: second – time in a row.
1: Because yeah. 2018 they had the same thing. Yeah. I want I I I'm gonna default and say the AL just because uh I think if I remember correctly, I think the pitching's a little better because I know DeGrom uh opted out. Brandon Woodruff can't pitch because he started uh the Sunday. Sunday. Um yep. I know Chris Bassett can't do that as well for the AL, but I just think that when you're staring down the barrel of a potential Otani, Cole, um, like, like, I just think, especially with the relievers in the AL, your Hendricks, Barnes, I, I just think it's going to operate a little better, and I think the offensive talent is there as well. Um, but, I, and I know we haven't talked about like MVPs yet, I think if the National League wins, I think Nolan Arenado is going to run away with the MVP because I think this is a – big big time game for him i can see that i, I yeah I, 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 I can
0: definitely see that
1: because obviously story is still in that in that market and can't really like he couldn't really you know say anything last night to, to kind of be a little too aggressive about it but i think arenado i think he's hitting fourth I think he's just going to, especially if he like hits a double or hits a home run in his first at bat. I think he's going to run away with the MVP because it's going to be very personal for
0: him. We're going to find out because he hits third. Beautiful. He's hitting third right in front of Freddie Freeman and right behind Max Muncie.
1: So, which is helpful.
0: Yeah. You are going to see real quick if he is going to bring the house down or, uh, um, Tip his hat and say, "Hey, thanks for letting me come. I enjoyed my time."
1: Um, well, I definitely think he'll be cordial about it, but I think he's. I oh, think, absolutely. I think sh- putting on a show is going to be very important for him because I know I know how much Colorado meant to him, mm-hmm. and I know how much it it hurt for him to kind of have to basically be like, I mean. have to, "Yeah, I have to leave." Yeah,
0: had in this, and even and I have discussed this before had Jeff British not been around in the winter, he would still be in Colorado.
1: I, I think so. I, part of me, part of me thinks he was um, still ready to leave. I know I just, the problem with the problem with the Rockies is that they haven't done enough to like bolster around and made horrible drafting decisions. I think they're the only team to draft. Three, there. I know for a fact that the only team to draft two guys in the top ten over the last eight seasons that no longer play baseball.
0: Um, that's that's impressive. I, I say that very yeah, sarcastically, but yeah, that's impressive. It's, it's impressive on how how <laughs> bad of
1: and you know, and they were both like high school pitchers that just didn't pan out, and it's it's just sad because it's a it's a. I think they have some of the best jerseys. I love jerseys. I think they have some of the best in baseball. I I went to Denver two years, two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. I love the city. I love the ballpark. And it's just like, come on. What do you do?
0: Yep. It's, I live just an hour and a half away from that stadium. And I love the stadium. It is fun. Actually, we're going uh, the 21st so next week. We're heading down there because the Mariners are in town. I'm a huge Mariner fan. But I'll tell you what, man that stadium of, of the stadiums that I've been to, that is one of my favorite stadiums because of that backdrop facing with that. outfield with the mountains in the background. And when that sun sets, it literally is purple.
1: Yeah. I, we, we only, we, we were there uh, the first week of the playoffs in 2019. So obviously the Rockies were not playing anymore, but all we, we took like, you know, the tour <laughs> and the, the inside of the stadium is beautiful, especially for being – I mean, it's, it's going on 30 years old now, and it's mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it. It's beautiful. I like how they, they marketed it to, like – probably people around my age were, like, in, I think, right center field – there's like a bar and there's no seats. You're just standing room only and you have a good time. And it's like almost like a rooftop bar. It's just fun. And so I just, I want them to be good again, but it doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon.
0: Not anytime soon. Not and their draft last night was, wasn't bad, but man, a lot of, again, as you were talking last night on the, on the chat, it's a slot position. They're going to draft for a slot just so they can pay money and keep it under payroll.
1: That's what, that's, that's what some, some of these teams are doing. And I think it's very short-sighted, especially with, you know, I know this, that we talked before this, you know, went, went live, but even with the CBA in question, the TV money is going up. Things are, things are going through the roof. And I think it's, it's very, very fiscally short-sighted to sign guys under slot in the first round, especially when you're able to do that. I get it's a COVID year. I get, you, you know, you have, you have some of these issues, but, it's going to be a lot. It. It's going to be a lot tougher next year to sign some of these guys because if the Rockies love signing those high school players, I think of a guy like Zach Veen. I, if I remember correctly, he was committed to Vanderbilt, and now that the NIL bill is passed, if he, if this was you know if he was eligible in 2022 as a high school kid, who's to say he doesn't go to Vanderbilt? Line up five or six sponsors yep. in Nashville, Tennessee, yep. and make I don't know hundred thousand dollars a year for one of the best you know baseball programs of the year. Plus exactly. everything everything's taken care of. So he might just do that for two years or three years, and then you know he has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and he can still be a top pick. Yep. Yeah i
0: I would fully agree with you there. So all right, so we're gonna go through the lineup real quick. We've talked about Arenado; he's hitting third. But with that all-star roster, AL, Michael Flores says NL this year. That's where his money is. However, AL, we've got leading off Otani, followed by Guerrero Jr. got Xander Bogarts, Aaron Judge, Rafael Devers, Marcus Simeon, Salvi, Salvador Perez, Teosco, Hernandez, and Cedric Mullins. Um, Of those guys, the one I fear the least is Mullins.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I could see and that. And I'm not saying it's bad. Of, yeah, not I'm, more, at all. I'm more of a... I, I would fear Simeon the least. Uh, I think he's very good, but it's just... Um, this Mullins thing is almost like written out of a Hollywood playbook. So I kind of don't want to get rid of that. Okay, know. fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that and was. I say that
0: because I've watched way too many Blue Jay games this year. And yeah. uh, every time I watch, Simeon just... He's got four or five RBIs. He's got a home run. He's got a oh, double. Oh, he's great. He's got I'm extra base hits. Goes four for five. I just – I'm like, dude, how old are you, and how are you still going this way? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, the, I, the kudos A's, to him.
1: The A's are definitely, you know, regretting not not <laughs> giving him something. Uh, yes, I would agree with you there. Um,
0: of that group, um, obviously I know you're a huge Otani fan. Um I'm am still worried. He's a house of glass, though. Um, yeah. I love what he's doing right now, but I just see him getting injured towards the end of the year, and that's disappointing for me because he is lighting the baseball world
1: ablaze. Yeah, I mean, he's doing stuff that I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest Babe Ruth guy, and that's not even like the Boston bias coming in. I just think that if you played like in the 20s with mechanics, and you know, it wasn't like a fully integrated league, it's kind of tough for me to buy into everything you were doing he was obviously you know super influential and stuff but Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean like i don't think being a two-way player long term like over the course of five to ten years is super sustainable but i i a don't want to like let go of this because this is this is so awesome to watch and oh it's so fun and b i know for like i know he is actively trying to manage, uh, his output. So like that, that came out the other day that he doesn't take batting practice, which one of my, which one of my friends was like, why the hell wouldn't he take batting practice? And I'm like, well, well, a, he doesn't need to (laughs) he like, if you think about it, if he's taking, let's say 40 swings a night, multiply that by how many days this season has been going, what, you know, 150 days that's you're talking about like 10,000, 15,000 swings on your elbow that you probably right. don't want to have, especially with, you know, potential injury history. So uh, yeah, I, I don't want this to end. I want him to keep going, but yeah, it definitely isn't sustainable in the super long term.
0: Uh, yeah. And, and you know, that's like I said, I love watching this. I love what he's doing. I think he is fantastic for the game right now. Um, I just, after the history of him over the last several years of being hurt, I, that's a huge concern for me. Um, I've seen too many guys be a house of glass and unfortunately for, for Ethan and I being from Cheyenne, Brandon Nimmo with the Mets, he is
1: legitimately a house of glass right now. Oh, I have, (laughs) I have shares of him in fantasy baseball and I very much know it is is very frustrating because he's very good, but it's like, all right, pal, let's, uh. let's 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 get healthy. Yeah. (laughs) Let's stay
0: healthy. So um, of those group of guys, anybody that stands out right now as your MVP
1: Um, of the starting lineup um, for the season for the AL. Yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I love Xander Bogarts. It's, it's definitely like a hometown pick, but um, I think being able to watch him for his entire career, one of the things he does that, uh is definitely not in the new school is his swing is very level i think if you had him in a home run derby it would be terrible because he just he doesn't swing like that he obviously does have great power but um he he's one of the best players in all of baseball at finding getting his barrel on the ball and keeping it through the zone so i think um he's obviously proved that he's you know elite offensively and i think in a game like this where defense really shouldn't matter. Um, cause he's right. very, very bad on that side of the ball. Uh, I think he could be like a dark horse MVP. Um, and I just, yeah, I just love watching him play.
0: Uh, that's an interesting pick for me. Uh, cause he's left-handed and I know how fast the balls get out in Coors field. I'm going Vladdy jr.
1: Yeah. I don't hate um, that.
0: He, and he's got speed too. And those alleys in right center and left center are huge. Yeah, they'll when just swallow got... up baseballs. Yeah. So when you when you've got that speed, it I'd love to see him hit a triple. I don't think he will, but I'd love to see it and I really think he'll he will show how good he really is. I honestly, I got to watch his dad when I was growing up. I think kid, I think junior's better than his dad. And that yeah. scares the crap out He's... of me to say.
1: I was, I was lucky enough. So a couple of years ago they came into Boston um, and it was, yeah, 2019. And I was at that game for a work function. So we had a suite. So before the game, we went on, we went on the field and like did a little, you know, quasi tour Mm -hmm. and we were on the field right behind the cage as he was taking batting practice. And it's the best batting practice I've ever seen. Like I, Balls were melting off his bat and I was like, yeah, this is, it's, this, this is what I've signed up for. This is great. <laughs>
0: it's, I, so I, I would look for him as the all-star. Let's go to the NL. We've got Tatis junior leading off. we got Max Muncie, Nolan Arenado, Freddie Freeman, Nick Castellanos, um, Jesse Winker, JT Romuto, Brian Reynolds and Adam Frazier. Um, got some guys that can hit. That's for sure. Um, the sexy pick there for me for the uh, MVP. I- I'm gonna have to jump in your boat, man, Nolan. If he hits that first first ball over the fence, or even a double, um, place is gonna come unglued. Yeah, and it's just gonna build and build for him because that's what he thrives on. That's how he. That's how he played for how many years? Seven, eight years here in Colorado. He. It was an absolute um, joy for him to play ball in Coors Field, and I think that's just gonna build.
1: Yeah, right, I so. mean he's he's awesome. Um, I think if I have to, if I have to, I'll obviously I won't take Nolan because I already said that. Um, <laughs> I I'll, I'm gonna go Freddie Freeman. I was originally gonna go Jesse Winker, and I I do I Winker's been a little bit of a slump last couple weeks, but um, Freeman. I think this is I think unfortunately for Braves fans, this is his swan song. I just mm-hmm. don't think that they're going to re-sign him. Uh, right. Alex Anthopoulos, that's not really his M.O. So I think this will be kind of a nice, um, almost like, you know, a, a not a career achievement award, but for all the time he spent in Atlanta and how great he's been, I think, you know, you might – if he pops off, it might be a nice little um, start to the farewell tour. I
0: can, I can see that. And I really – I hate for the Braves fans to be – you know, think, I'm sure some of them are thinking that in the back of their minds if they know the Braves and they know um, their modus operandi. Um, I'm sure, just like the Rockies fans were terrified of losing Aaron, Nolan Arenado, and are currently terrified of losing Trevor Story. Um, yeah. I get it. That's, it would not surprise me if, in fact, he is completely gone at the end of the year. Um, be it retirement, I don't think he's ready to retire, though.
1: No, I no, I don't think he'll retire. I definitely he's going to sign a big contract with someone. I don't know who it is. I think I don't think it'll be New York, the Yankees. Um, no, I, I really don't know. Uh, I think you might see it with the Cubs because I don't think they're going to re-sign Rizzo, and they no, I think they're inevitably going to deal him. So I think I think you might get that in there, but um, I think it's still a little too early to tell him who's going to try to give him that big deal, but. Someone will. It just, this, I don't think it'll be Atlanta.
0: Selfish Aaron says, dear God, please let him go to Seattle.
1: <laughs>
0: but I also know the reality is he probably won't go to Seattle.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. You guys aren't, you guys aren't close enough to competing where I don't think he puts you guys over the top. I think next year with the potential of obviously Gilbert's looked real good. Marco Gonzalez is always good. Kikuchi's clearly an all-star and then mm-hmm. potentially adding George Kirby, to the rotation, it'll help you guys out a lot. And then obviously the outfield of, uh, Take Lewis, Lewis and, and Julio Rodriguez, you know, whoa, but I still think you're probably like another year away for, you know, actually competing. And I think that'll kind of keep you guys out of it.
0: So everything that, um, trader Jerry has been trying to get to, um, has been to 2022 that's been his goal this whole time so i honestly don't think he would ever sign with seattle not because of anything other than i think it's just too far away it's i mean seattle's out in the pacific northwest you know people
1: see it as kind of a a but isn't i know so um i'm gonna look it up i know freeman's canadian i think he's from british columbia
0: well if he's from bc man there might be a chance
1: yeah, there I, might
0: be. So, um, so rosters are obviously stacked there in cores. Over under. Michael's putting that over under and runs at fifteen.
1: No, no over No. Really? No. 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 Listen, I know. I know. It's it's cores and it's the high altitude and the ball's just gonna fly. And I I don't know if they've announced. I know last night they announced they weren't putting the balls in the humidor. I would probably assume that they're doing the same tonight. With all that being said, the best pitcher the Rockies have ever had in the last 20 years is Ubaldo Jimenez. We're not yes. talking about a team that has had great aces. So you're having some of the best, like, talented pitchers in in the league descending upon here tonight. I watched the 2019 game, which was at Cleveland, which Cleveland's kind of like a pretty net neutral park. It's not, it doesn't really help too bad, and it was 4-1. So I don't, I don't think that we're going to get this. I want an offensive explosion. It wouldn't, I would be delighted if we had like 10 home runs. I just think that with, especially with all the pitchers, I know the whole spider Tack thing and all that stuff, but when you, when you have some of the best pitchers in the game, I can't imagine they're going to give up 8, 9, 10 runs on one side. I have seen some of the best pitchers
0: in baseball come and just dominate, but like Clayton Kershaw, but I've also seen some of those
1: guys come in
0: and and, get get absolutely destroyed. And Trevor Bauer is, you know, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Clayton Kershaw got absolutely killed this year in the first game. So I've seen it both ways. Um, If they are not putting the ball, I've actually been at a game, where it was 15 to 12 um, Oh yeah, as a final score. And it was the longest freaking game I've ever been to. Um, you know, didn't get back into Cheyenne until two o'clock in the morning. It was horrendous. It was a fun game to watch, but it was horrendous. Um, so I, I would say, you know what? 15, okay, I can see the argument to pushing it, but I really think they're going to hit 15. I, I want to say you're going to see a 9-6, 9-7 ballgame with
1: just how so uh, so I would love that. Nothing would make me happier than if we get a ton of runs. But I'm currently looking at at all of the like recent all star game box scores. So I've gone back to two thousand ten. Only one time since two thousand ten has there been more than ten runs scored. Just ten. And most, most of the games are four two three one. Uh, two thousand ten was three one in in Anaheim. I think a lot of, a lot of it because w- what what inevitably ends up happening is these games they don't turn into a playoff game. But obviously, in the playoffs, you're having you know at least in theory the best offenses against the best pitchers. And right. what ends up happening is the games are low scoring. They're they're a lot closer than kind of, you know, normal games in July or whatever. Um, and I just think that part of that is just going to feed into this game being a lower scoring game. I still think runs are going to be scored. I don't think it'll be like a 2 nothing game. But I think you're looking at like
0: 6-4. Okay. That's still 10. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
1: Which I would love. Like I, I want run score. I'm I'm the biggest like I I I want this game to be fifteen to ten with seven home runs. I want <laughs> I just don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> so as I look over these
0: pitching rosters real quick and then we got game time here in just about two minutes, I'm thinking. Cause I know the, the airtime was five thirty and I don't I know MLB always does this really weird thing with that first pitch. Um, oh, yeah. I don't remember if they're doing 38 or 48. Um, yeah. But looking at these baseball, the pitching lineups. Um, so in the AL, you've got, these are the guys that are playing, um, not the one, not including the ones that were selected and opted out or can't play. So we've got Garrett Cole, Nathan Eovaldi. Whoa, stop. Don't push names. Kyle Gibson, you see Lance Lynn, Carlos Rodon, uh, Matt Barnes, Chris Bassett, Aroldis Chapman, Liam Hendricks, and Gregory Soto. It's a pretty impressive lineup of pitchers. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and I have seen Kikuchi pitch in Coors and it was not pretty. Um, and he didn't have a good outing last, his last outing, what, Thursday?
1: Or yeah, I think he gave up. He uh, was horrible. Yeah, I think he gave up seven. I yeah. haven't been fantasy baseball again, and it was not. He's, he's was on my fantasy like,
0: team, and I was in tears watching the game. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think- Garrett Cole has just been dominant, even without the sticky stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. Um, Lance Lynn, I love Rodon. Um, man, the White Sox have a pretty good rotation.
1: I'll yeah, just put so it like, up. Right now, uh, right now, I think if they were to start a playoff series, Lucas Delito is their fourth starter. Oh, absolutely, which is, which is pretty good.
0: It's yeah, a pretty good. That's roster. Dodger territory, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, and, Michael just put out there that it's actually six forty-five um, Central Time, so we've got about seven minutes here um, to go. Um, in the National League, Corbin Burns. Um, Herman Marquez, Trevor Rogers, Zach Wheeler, um, Walker Buehler, Freddie Peralta, Taiwan Walker, Josh Hader, Craig Kimbrel, Mark Melancon, and Alex Reyes. And I am a huge fan. I don't care what team he's on. I love the fact that Taiwan Walker had a huge comeback year last year.
1: Oh, he's awesome,
0: and he has awesome. just been fantastic there uh, as as a Met, and that just. I love it. I absolutely enjoy. Yeah. it. he's
1: had so much
0: fun on the mound.
1: Yeah, he's, that tell. that rotation with him, Stroman, Degrom. I know he's been hurt for almost all of the year, but Carrasco, like mm-hmm. that, those four. It's just it's so awesome to have those guys. Um, right. You know, I, I'm really happy the Mets are good this year. Uh, I think in terms of the guys who I'm looking forward to, I, there's two guys I want to highlight real quick. Number one, uh, Alex Reyes. I I know that he was like the prize starting pitching prospect. And with the Cardinals, it's almost like a guarantee. If you're a high pitching prospect for them, you're going to have a borderline hall of fame career. And clearly it, you know, the injuries and stuff have derailed him, but he has been as shut down as any closer has in baseball this year. And it's awesome to watch, especially on where the Cardinals haven't had the greatest of years. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from the starter side, I don't think I enjoy watching a pitcher pitch more than Walker Buehler. I don't know exactly what it is. I love them at Vandy. And now, I mean, he goes on the mound and he has, um, for lack of a better term, like an FU attitude. Like he walks up, he has like that old 90s, like Randy Johnson type, give me the ball, I'm going to shove, and I don't care. Like it's – and it's just he's quick with it. He he has electric stuff. One of the best fastballs in baseball, and it's just it's a pleasure to watch. So I can't wait to watch him pitch.
0: Well, if I'm not mistaken, and, and maybe he'll pipe up, um, Michael. We did a preseason uh, podcast where Michael um, and uh, a couple others. I don't remember exactly who. RJ Prince. He's doing a Texas podcast, um, and then um, uh, one of the guys from. Um, Josh Marloin um, from the movie podcast. Uh, all five of us had it, and his unheralded kind of sleeper pick for Cy Young was Walker Buehler. He's great. Um, and yeah, I, he's fun to watch. And how how he didn't win Cy Young last year, you know, that's just me, but hey, I guess Trevor Bauer deserved it.
1: Yeah, I think Bauer did have a little bit of a better year, um, but they were. It was kind of like a one A, one B. I think you know. I think both those guys had phenomenal years last year in the shortened season, and uh, it's a it's a good thing that I wasn't on that podcast to give my my pick for NL Cy Young because it was Jack Flaherty who has made oh. I think six total starts. So oh, yeah. Listen, Listen. If you get on it now, and he comes back in the next week or two and has a Hall of Fame type second half, the odds are probably great. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be winning this year.
0: No, that's awesome. So real quick before we do have to hop off, so we can go watch some baseball. Um, I know you and I talked a little bit about it pre-game or pre-show, um, but that MLB announcement that they are doing away with the seven inning extra inning or seven inning doubleheader, getting rid of the California rules um that's what we called it when ethan was growing up uh the california extra inning rule, that extra runner they announced that it's going away um i like the move yeah okay whatever um the double header i'm very appreciative because the seven innings before you knew it it was done you know you're expecting seventh inning stretch and lo and behold you go grab a bite to eat sit down it's like oh game's over crap i forgot it's a double header um man, I kind of, I'm kind of partial to enjoying the extra runner uh, just because it's a different strategy.
1: Yeah. So I didn't really kind of mention it pre-show a lot. I think what should happen, or at least what I would like to happen, I shouldn't say what should happen. What I would like to happen is they implement that rule in the regular season. I love free baseball. I do. I love Absolutely. But I don't need to watch a seventeen inning game in May against a team that's going to finish with seventy two wins. I don't right. need. To, I don't need to. No one needs to watch that. <laughs> zero people. Zero people on planet Earth need to watch that. Right. I think you do that in the regular season, and then in the playoffs that goes away. And if and if there's going to be like two thousand eighteen World Series Game Three, Dodgers Red Sox, eighteen innings, so be it.
0: Yep. But, absolutely.
1: But no one needs that in in May like or June even any in any of the months that that don't have the playoffs they don't <laughs> right. like, like they <laughs> they don't so I, I I think that's the play going forward and I think that hopefully I know what the CBA talks and you know there's definite worry um that could be something where these two parties could meet at a middle ground
0: yes yeah absolutely I think you're right there so all right we got about 60 to go um, real quick like Mike where can they find you
1: uh, Twitter at Mike elfar I'm still getting the socials up for MLB daily beat I've been so busy with like personal stuff that I've just I tried to get it done and I just haven't but at um, Mike elfar it's all one word no I have a hyphen in my last name but no hyphen on Twitter um, and then yeah that's where you can find me and shoot your hot baseball takes and I'll uh, I'll get after them
0: all right. Well, actually, speaking of hot, um, uh, hot takes right now, um, I love the fact that Shohei has uh, 33 home runs. I don't think he hits another 20 the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It's definitely a shorter season. I think he'll cool off a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to hit 50. I think you're close. I think you're toeing the 53. I think it's close.
0: If, if he hits 50... I would be really surprised. So I wanted to put that out there. My hot take take. Otani does not get another 20 home runs this year. That's That's just me. So um, you can find me um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at Wild Music Man. Um, And then also find First Pitch Strike and ML Daily Beat on the Say It Again Network. Uh, podcast, any platform that you get your podcasts on. Check us out there. Um, drop us a line. You know, I know Ethan and I have one contest that is almost over. We're going to end that this weekend. Um, so hop on, follow the instructions, get yourself some free first pitch strike merchandise. Um, Mike, you're doing a great job with your podcast. I enjoy it. It's fun to listen to. Um, obviously, I'm not going to agree with you all the time, but that's okay.
1: That's what that's what we do, man. There's not a single person in the world that agrees with me all the time.
0: <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, Mike, I may hop on again after the game. Depends upon how busy it is here at home. Um, so if Same. I am, I'll shoot you a line. And uh, maybe Michael will be able to hop on then as well. If not, cool. Enjoy the game. And uh, I say go AL.
1: Go Vladimir. A- I I have to say go AL. But yeah, let's go. Have a good one.
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers, or
1: the DMV, number
0: ninety seven, or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does your health routine for the new year include eye care? Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit PearlVision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance, copay or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 3 2023
1: Exams available at the independent doctor of optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision.